What it do, what it do, it's your girl, Just Be Real. Welcome back for another dope episode of Just Be Real Podcast. As y'all can tell from the intro, y'all know what type of time I'm on, so what about your friends? Enough chatting, let's get real. Alright, so hey y'all, welcome back, another episode. Guess what? It's the season three finale! Yes, we finally come to the part. It's the season three finale of Jesse Road Podcast. I can't believe we've been going three seasons strong, man. I literally did this off the strength of faith in the pandemic and literally have been consistent ever since. So the other have been tuned in, been listening, been tapping in. I appreciate you. Um, for what I want to try to go with this podcast, I see big, bright, and better things for it. So I say in that, Ashe, and we'll just let it commence. But hey, y'all, another week, another podcast episode. This time I gave y'all back-to-back double dosage because I felt y'all deserved it. So, I mean, I want to tie out the season three finale in July because August, we know, is my birthday month. So I'm coming full throttle, heavy hitting, okay? Um as y'all can probably tell from my intro, what I'm going to talk about to cap off the season three finale is CIRCLE. C-I-R-C-L-E. Yes, it's an acronym. Of course it is. Why? Because I'm just be real. Of course it's an acronym that stands for something. C-I-R-C-L-E stands for Contemplate Ignored Reciprocity Communicating Lackadaisical Effort. What? Let me repeat it for you one more time again contemplate ignored reciprocity communicating lackadaisical effort yes what about your friends are they a circle are they a real circle are they contemplating or are they real live in the moment because if they're contemplating where you have to ignore the reciprocity of com- communicating with lack of difficult effort, that says a lot. That means that you're not getting what you deserve in this friendship. It's pretty much one-sided. So let's shed light because your circle is supposed to be something that's like a ring. It's never ending. That means no matter what part of that circle you see in that circumference, it's always going to be the same degree, the same amplitude, the same radius that you're going to get no matter what. And sometimes in our friendships, it's not always a circle. Sometimes it's a square. Sometimes it's a triangle. Sometimes it's a rectangle. You feel me? And I said a rectangle because I wanted to emphasize that it could be a wreck that tangles you into something that's not meant for you. Woo! Too soon. Too soon. I know I'm going I'm to I'm slow myself down. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on myself, myself on, the, you know, on the gun with that one. Which, you know, oh, a square can be a rectangle. A rectangle can be a square. Why? Period. But nah, for real, for real. Like, if you have to contemplate ignored reciprocity, <laughs> I'm just saying, right there within itself is something that's questionable. So before we even jump into that, let's just talk about how the fact that you know, sometimes we have friendships that are fair weather friendships and foul weather friendships. Fair weather means that you're there when things are on the up and up, when things is a little crazy, when things are at the high, you're over here willing and ready to be there. I'm going to be here to support you. I'm going to be here to nourish you. I'm going to be here to be, you know, your back end, your backbone, because if things are panning out for you, they're going to pan out for me. Because why? Because I'm part of your friend group. So if it works for you, it's going to work for me too, because I'm attached to you. When there's foul weather friends as well, it's like when shit is bad, it's bad. So if there's something bad in my life, I, I expect you to tap into that energy too as well. We don't need either. You don't need a fair weather or foul weather friendship because for what? What is it benefiting you? 
Think about it in the long run. Let's talk logically, okay? Let's let's break it down real quick on a on a be real bomb. If you have a friendship where it's fair weathered, where they only know you when things are on the up, how beneficial is that for you to know of that person? Speaking logically, if the things are only good when it's on the up, that means they only know you when things are good. But when things are bad in their life, do they kind of try to you know, communicate and have the same energy they have when things are on the up? Do they know who you are and what you're able to contribute in that friendship or in the bond between y'all when things are on the up? Again, going back, contemplate ignored reciprocity, communicating lackadaisical effort. That's lackadaisical effort. If y'all know what the word lackadaisical is, go look it up. Lackadaisical, I'm going to give y'all a brief synapse. It's something where it's just pretty much half-assed energy. I'm going to give you what I'm able to give because it works for me. And if you're willing to take it, then take that shit. Who wants that? No, really. Like, who really wants that? If you want to tolerate that in your relationships, why tolerate it in your friendships? Let's think logically. And I'm going to keep saying that. Let's think logically. Because analytically speaking, it sounds accurate because you're going to be like, yeah, I'm so gung-ho for it. I wouldn't accept that from my friends. But whole time you do it in relationships. Y'all accept last days of effort and literally continue still be with your partners as if that's the okey-doke and the up and up. Stop bullshitting yourself. Just saying. Why go ahead and contemplate where you're getting ignored? Where somebody deals with you when they feel like it's worth being dealt with. A fair weather friend is somebody who deals with you when only when things are good or occurred. But then you got the foul weather. Well, they only come to you when it's negative. I know a specific person where I can say, I won't say no names. Who went through some situations that were very tumultuous. But knew my number, my name, and how to dial that motherfucking phone to call my phone to tell me, hey, yo, sis, I need your prayers. Hey, yo, sis, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And mind you, when you tell them verbatim, when there's a life-altering situation happening, i.e. death, and them motherfuckers ain't reached out not once since you told them verbatim, out your mouth, what was going on. But expect you to still be there to support them. What kind of shit is that? You only know me when shit is going bad in your life because you want to be the misery that wants to enjoy the company. And baby girl, I'm hopping off this bus, Rosa. I'm not doing it with you. Be mindful of those friends who only know you when shit is going bad in their life because they know they're an empath. An empath, okay, people? Some people prey on the fact that you're such a very open and humane person that they will dwell on the fact that you are so willing to give your efforts to be there for them because ain't nobody else is going to sit there with them on their pity party. Party for two, available. Are you going to be that party of two? You're going to let them be that party of one. Where are you going to sit at? Like, honestly, truly, where are you going to sit at? You're going to break bread with a motherfucker who's willing to go ahead and let you sit there and be with them at their downest points. But when you at your downest points and tell them verbatim and they don't know give two shits about you, why are they here? Why are they here? Willie, sit back. Lackadaisical effort. You're contemplating to be able to ignore the reciprocity. Because last time I checked, reciprocity is something where it goes both ways. A communicating lackadaisical effort. We did fair weather and foul weather. Perfect. But let's break down this acronym of CIRCLE. Contemplate. Let's start with this first C. Contemplate. You're contemplating. Contemplating is more of a space where you're really thinking about where you're going back and forth. There's not a set ground of what you want to do. You're more so in a capricious state of trying to figure out if you're indecisiveness of what way do I fall. It's kind of like a scale. Like a Libra. Oops, I mean Libra. Oops, did I say that? I mean Libra. Oh, I mean... Oh, I said it right. Um, contemplating where your scale balance. 
do I do this that favors or do I do that that favors? Like the scale's always tipping like a teeter-totter. What do I do? How do I be able to find that medium balancing ground to be able to have the solitude and solidarity I need to be able to be comfortable with decisions I'm making? Contemplate. You're trying to figure out what's the best decision for the long run or maybe the short run in some cases of what's going to work out in my favor or it's going to work out in favor of all parties involved. When you have to contemplate on the friendship, that means that friendship ain't for you, baby. Okay? Baby boy, baby girl, let that shit go. Okay? Contemplating a friendship and seeing what it's conducive to your health, your well-being, and your growth is something you shouldn't have to do when you have real friends. A contemplation is not something where you have to have a consultation with self to realize that that person is for you or against you. Okay? So to have to contemplate is already putting yourself in an awkward position because you're not fully understanding the awareness of where you're at in your mental state to know this ain't for me. If I'm at that first step of where I have to contemplate, then baby, I need to renegotiate what I need and what's men, men, you know, men, you know, helping to feed me and mentally allowing me to be in a space where I don't have to think no further to know that you're on my side. All right? Ignored. We know what it is to be ignored. You know, some of y'all been out there. Don't even gotta lie. Y'all been out there. Y'all been ignored. Whether somebody's ghosted you, quote unquote, ignoring in the new millennium, because that's what Generation Z does, um, with not, no full communication, or you're being ignored in a way where you're seeing somebody's actively communicating or engaging where they're not partaking with you in it, knowing that you put your best foot forward to have effort, effort not effort, effort to communicate what is necessary. And I might be stumbling upon my words because I'm very passionate right now about this topic because it's literally applying to my life right now, okay, y'all? It's like, y'all know I keep it real with y'all, keep it raw, and I'm very transparent on this podcast. So right now, I have a circle to evaluate because my circle ain't really my circle. You feel me? So you're ignoring what is literally being set before you to let you know that this person ain't for you or they're either being the person that's doing the ignoring where they're ignoring what you're requesting in the friendship or what you need in uh, in somebody who's supposed to have your back and they're not doing their part contemplate ignored reciprocity contemplate ignored reciprocity reciprocity is something where it's evenly bound which means i give you give i take you take but there's an equal balance where that teeter-totter where we have to contemplate ain't no much more of a real contemplation because we're balanced and leveled out there's an equilibrium between it all you know how they say like there's equality and equity equality means we all get the same things which is cute but equity means that we're on the same playing field, seeing the same level, no matter what it takes for us to get there, we're there. <laughs> Let me say that again. Equality means you get this, you get this, and you get this. But let's remember that that person one has two steps to get that equality. Person two has one step, and person three has four steps to get that equality. But to the all, it's equality because everybody getting the same thing. As opposed to equity, which is what us black folks really want. Oops, did I throw that in there? Us black folks really want is the equity, which means if it takes four steps for me to get that equal opportunity, like it does number one, and number two takes two steps, and number three takes seven steps, but we're all having the same view and the same playing field where we're on an equal level of equity, I want that. You see what I'm saying? I want that. Because that shows right there the reciprocity means that you're giving what I'm putting down and you're picking up. 
which means you're understanding what my struggle is that I need to take seven steps as opposed to number one's three steps because the seven steps is going to allow me to be able to see what number one is seeing on the same playing field. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, for instance, I'm going to put it to y'all like this. Y'all had a baseball game, right? And number one is 5'2", right? Number three is five foot. Number two is five foot. Number three is six feet, right? Number three is six feet, which means he can see over the whole playing field within itself. He don't need no stepping stones. To get to that six foot level, if number two is five three, that means that's seven, seven extra inches they need to be able to get on six foot. If number one is five two, that means there's eight extra inches number two need to be able to get to that six foot. For what? E equity. For y'all all be able to see on the same playing field to see the whole thing and the whole perspective. That's how you should be realizing and dealing with y'all friendships, with y'all relationships. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to equity, don't let somebody give you three steps on that, you know, that six footer. You at five, three, and that only gives you five, six. How the hell is you to see the rest of the whole playing field? You ain't, you can't see shit. The rest of it, you're going to still need that extra boost because it's not giving in reciprocity. If somebody's not giving you everything and all that they can give you in a friendship, in a relationship, in a partnership, in a business, this goes on across the board. Why be bothered? I'm going to take a sip. Is it worth it? If you're there to support a friend in a time of need where they can't be around their family and it's a holiday and you're overextending yourself to be there with them. But they ain't made yet not one step to come see you in your hood. The fuck you need them for? They had three years to do it. So it ain't like they ain't had the time. That just means you're not a priority because why? They're contemplating the ignored reciprocity. For them, there ain't no reciprocity. It's just I'm going to take, take, take because you give, give, give. Be mindful of those who always take, take, take and never have the opportunity to give. You're able to realize those people who have the opportunity to do so. And I ain't going to say this is accurate, but um, loyalty will speak for itself. Now, unlike many others, my longevity matches my, my loyalty in my life when it comes to my friendships. I have a friend I've known for 25 years, and we've been cool. I've had a friend, two friends I've known for 20 years and been super cool. And then I have a friend that I've had for the last 13 years and a cousin, which I met randomly out of 15 years, and we still have longevity in our loyalty. But we know where the loyalty lies because it never has to be a contemplation. There's never any ignored reciprocity because what you do, I do. What you got, I got. What I got, you got. And there's never no person left behind. And then you have other people who are like, I'm here for the social media aspect where I can say, I got you. But in reality, they don't got you in real life. Them niggas leave the fuck alone. I'm going to say it straight up. Leave them the fuck alone. You know me just on social media, but not in real life. Therefore, speaks on your character that... In real life, you talk shit about me. And you can't show me the same love and reciprocity and support that you've given others because those who know you and know that you've been talking shit know that if you were to sit here and post me, it's going to be an issue because they're going to call you out on your bluff. Oh my God, today, did I say that? Watch. Like Medea said, you gotta watch. You gotta watch. Because some people really out for their own personal again and say that they know you for their own benefit and factor so that when it comes time, when you do make it where you need to be, where you're set to be, where God has you for set to be at, they can say they know you. And guess what? That's when you get to contemplate the ignored reciprocity. Are y'all with me or are y'all with me? Oh, why? Right.
So while we're in this space, let's go to the next C, communicating. Communication is never the hardest issue, as they always say, when it comes to relationships or any type of shit you want to sell. It's the comprehension. Let me say it again. It's the comprehension that causes division between the communication that's not able to comp- be compromised on to be coherent enough to have the understanding of what is necessary. Do y'all hear me? Communication is never the issue. It's the comprehension. Because somebody's only able to comprehend from the level that they're able to withstand to be able to comprehend on. And sometimes them levels are real low. Okay? Real low. So they're only able to comprehend from a level where it may possibly be beneath you. Not saying you're better. But it's just saying you're not on the level I'm able to comprehend and be able to receive what's being put down. Or receive what's being given to me because that's not in within your repertoire, your understanding of knowledge base to be able to expand your horizon as opposed to what you already know. Oh, what do you call those? Narrow-minded individuals. Oops, did I say that accidentally? My bad. Sorry, not sorry. Okay? So when you have to contemplate, ignore reciprocity of communicating... How are your friends or all your relationships or your ships in general? Because anything that has a ship at the end of it is meant to sink or float. But you allow what determines for those holes that are being placed into that ship that allows it to sink or float. Because you can plug up but so much. Okay? Let me take you a just be real anecdote once again. A ship is always created in the mindset of for it to sail and to float above water. The buoyancy within itself allows you to be able to know withstanding what amount of weight capacity is willing to be put into that boat for it to sail across the waters without any issues. Okay? If you are put into a boat or into a ship where the weight capacity is constantly bringing you down without any holes in that ship, why are you contemplating the ignorance of the reciprocity not being given for you to communicate effectively in the friendship or any ship that you're over here trying to sail. If there are holes that the passenger, as you being the one guiding the ship, is poking into this this so-called boat and there's water now flooding in, which allows now the buoyancy to not be able to float but to sink, and there's nothing but nonstop water being retained into the ship, where you're literally letting the bow of the ship being able to sink. Why are you contemplating the ignorance of reciprocity of the communication? They want it to fail. It no longer benefits. They've shipped to the point where the float has been able to float and the buoyancy to the point where they made their stamp to know I am at where I need to be at where I no longer need you. So let me sink this ship and say it's you when it's really me. But y'all not ready for that conversation. You determine if that boat sinks or ship, uh, sinks or floats. You determine what you want to allow in your life because of the communication that somebody shows you. Somebody's better to show you than they are to tell you. As I say, word is bond. Without your words, there is no bond. Your actions will always be louder than your words. If your actions are not matching what your words are saying in my friendship or in my relationship or my companionship or my partnership, then what the fuck are you here for? If you're just here to sink the ship, then get the fuck. If you're able to see those red flags, as we always see, that are given to us 
prior to everything going to hell. If you want to let me let me repaint the pitch and give a benefit of the doubt. No, ma'am. No ham, no turkey, no sausage. We're not doing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, we're just not doing it. It's no point. I feel like now, maybe because I'm in my 30s, I have zero. I've always had zero tolerance, but I have very zero tolerance for bullshit. You show me who you are, I'm taking it at face value. Because there's no point in repaying the picture. Because a lot of my friends now, just like me, are in their 30s. You know what you do as an adult. You know how you're able to act and what you're doing in the process. Why am I sitting here holding your fucking hand like you're in preschool? Baby, we don't need to walk together. We need to understand where we at and what we're able to communicate effectively to comprehend the levels of where we're on. Not saying it's wrong to have differences. It's okay to have different friendships and understand each other's lifestyles and how you communicate. That's fine. But if communicating is not effective enough where we can comprehend each other's, you know, areas or where we feel like, yo, this is a flaw or this is something that's not working for me, then what are we here for? It's a waste of time. Lackadaisical, my favorite word, lackadaisical. Lackadaisical just means I give effort what works on my behalf. I'm going to give effort when I feel effort needs to be given. Who the hell wants some inquisition in their life to have to question when somebody's going to give them full effort? In any shit, relationship, friendship, companionship, partnership. Why am I sitting here having to question effort that's being given? Especially if it's last days ago. Anything that's last days ago to me just seems like you don't give a fuck. So why am I going to say I waste my time? So friends or family or partners who show you that they have last days ago effort where they just give you, eh, this is going to be enough. They'll take it. Shows how much you know that you're worth them, worth to them. But what are you worth to you? Are you worth enough for you to sit there and withstand that lackadaisical effort to know that you're not more than actual effort to be able to bestow upon you for you to do great things? Because you're giving allowing lackadaisical effort to be able to withstand as a real pillar and a foundation that's not even sturdy? Is it worth it? Is it prominent to have that type of relations or ties to a human being knowing that there's no full effort being brought before you to just know that you're literally just an option? Why be number two when you could be number one? And when you know you're number one, it's never going to be last of days because it's going to be all effort. And that comes down to my point of the E of effort. People show you what you really mean to them. They make time for what they want to make time for. I have a supposed friend where she going to tell me if you need me, I'm here. But when I call you in the time of near desire, you know, d dire distress, you don't answer the phone. And you don't even have the attempt to try to re respond back and say, hey, things good. Hey, everything all right. Hey, you okay? Even if you're in the midst of confusion and, and, and craziness, but you have the audacity and time to watch my story. Bitch, get out of here. Why are you here? You're not here because you really have the efforts to show me that you're truly a friend. You're here to say because it sounds good. I'm tired of it. It sounds good. For those who are listening that are younger than 30, you'll come to this epiphany. But I'm trying to save y'all from yourselves at this, pro uh, you know, at this process and point. I'm not saying this applies to everybody. But I feel like once you hit that prime age of 30, you come in a different part of your life where it's a different path of when you're in your own. And when I say Every fucking day, I understand more and more why Amanda Sales said niggas got me fucked up. It's because somebody's always trying me and I'd be like, yo, niggas got me fucked up. And I'm going to leave you where you have me fucked up at. Everybody want to be a comedian. 
acting funny style is they medium. That's what the that's what Amanda said. Go listen to Niggas Got Me Fucked Up song that she created. And y'all will seriously, seriously understand why I say this shit is a joke. Know your circle. Know what's worth your time. Hence why this intro was, what about your friends? What about your friends? Are they going to stand their ground? Are they going to be around? What about your friends? Because real friends, you don't have to have conditions to be friends. You don't have to have where you give and there has to be a take in a situation when you're real friends. Real friends are there because they want to be there. And I can say in my situation right now, what I'm going through, I can say this, but so many real friends I have on my fingers. Niggas talk that shit, but when it comes for, for real shit for you to step the fuck up to the plate, niggas is not there. So guess what? Instead of giving the same energy, I'm not going to give none at all because that's better for me. I'm just going to cut you off where you had me fucked up at. Because niggas got me fucked up. Know when you don't have to contemplate ignored reciprocity, communicating lackadaisical effort. Know when that comes into play. Because there's going to be situations where they say real shit exposes real people and fake pe- and fake people show when it comes in real situations. That's exactly what it is right now. Sometimes the signs and the actions are there. We just choose to ignore them because we want somebody to be what we expect them to be. And that's where we mess up on our own part because everybody's going to be who they want to be in the time they want to be it. But whose choice is that to allow them to do such things? Your choice. Whose choice is that for them to feel like it's okay for them to do such things? It's your choice. Who's the only person that can speak up for you better than you is you. So let them know where you stand. Let them know where they stand and let them know where they have you fucked up out. Create that healthy boundary. Let them know where it is, where their line that they cannot be crossed, even if it's drawn in the motherfucking sand. I don't care what you do with others, but I'm going to tell you how I can deal with me. And I can say safely for myself, I give my friends and the people around me instructions on how to handle me. You know how you get like a, a nice delicate and it's like only wash with care or wash alone and don't go ahead and sit here and put it in the dryer for tumble dry. I'm that like delicate. Don't put me in a washing machine. Hand wash me. Put me on the line to dry because I'm too, I'm, I'm too delicate to go in the heat and be on, you know what I'm saying, on the massive heat. But if you pay to care, paid attention enough to be careful, to know what the instructions said on how to deal with me after I've been used or worn or taken, you know, taken as a piece of property, then you'll understand what it takes to be able to keep me for longevity. Because the loyalty to having you being able to cleanse me the proper way given and the instructions provided will never cause you to have to wear I deteriorate in your hands in the process. <laughs> I said too much, but said enough. Be the delicate. Have you be hand washed and hung dry. Because some things and everything is not meant to be put in the washing machine, no matter how delicate the cycle is. And some things are not meant to be put in the dryer, no matter if it is air dry or not. Read the instructions. Because some people literally show you how to deal with them and how to take care of them in the friendship without you having to be an asshole in the process and getting mad when they don't want nothing to do with you. Understand and learn. Because when you understand and learn for the benefit of yourself to be just a humane person in society, you'll never have to contemplate the ignored. You'll never have to contemplate. 
the ignored reciprocity, communicating, lackadaisical effort. I had to pause because I just had, I got overwhelmed real quick when I just thought about it because it's just like, yo, I've given my, given so much to so many people where I had to contemplate, are they worth being here? Even in my social media space, are you worthy enough to be here in my social media space at this present moment, given everything that I look back as to right now, where I need you as a friendship friend, you can't even, I can't even count on the ship to sail because it's sinking. Cause why? There's no reciprocity. So whenever you think about your friendships, your companionships, your relationships, your partnerships. Always think of this. Contemplate ignored reciprocity, communicating lackadaisical effort. And when you do that, and you constantly put you first in the process and understanding and looking at it on a whole perspective of the spectrum rather than just yourself, life becomes a whole nother situation, y'all. Never settle. Always do better. Sometimes you just got to be mindful. But like I always tell y'all, be real, be true, and be unapologetically you. We are each other's business. And never forget it. And don't let niggas have you fucked up. Heard me? Sneak this 